Aloha, Sunday night, January 6th, 2019. I don't know if you're like me and you still want to say the year before <laughs> right away. Uh, I would imagine most people are. Anywho, I have a lot to cover. I did come up with a bullet point um, list of, of issues I wanted to discuss, and I'm super certain I'm not going to get to all of them tonight, because there are quite a few and um, plenty that I want to talk about with each. Um, so I think what I'm going to start doing maybe is going, is is kind of doing a twofold and maybe even more on certain issues, and with one issue, maybe just make it, you know, 10-15 minute segment, and then talk about it at length at another time. Uh, I know I have been promising, as I'm going to write it down right now, to speak about certain other massive issues, like, uh, um, what is it, macro evolution, um, as I write it down, as well as the race portion of that, which I'm sure I've talked about before, um, but to get a little bit further into it, we label those massive issues for now, as I write it down, but um, first topic on the sketch is going to be Bird Box, which... I guess if Netflix is telling the truth, 45 or over 45 million people have watched it. I am included in that. Uh, not so much because, I don't know, I, I intended to watch it anyway. I, I added it to my list. But um, I had, it wasn't because everybody else was watching it so much as it was. There was some videos that people were making about the the monsters and what they could stand for and, and the hidden meaning behind it. You know what I'm talking about because uh, if you've ever looked on YouTube. Um, so Alex, actually I watched it and then so it, it was all right. I had somebody on my Twitter that said that it was, uh, it was not a very popular opinion but that they liked it and I'm like, I like it when that happens. I like it when somebody tells me that a movie sucks because when I watch it, my uh, my standards are already set pretty low. And then I watch it and I tend to like it. So, or like it better than I would have maybe. And obviously, if it works that way, it's gonna work in the reverse when I hear that a movie's really good and then I watch it and it turns out shite. So, um, I watched it, it was okay. Uh, it wasn't, <laughs> so what have I just done to you? Um, it wasn't sh the, the worst movie I've ever seen, nor was it the best. Um, but it, re so this is going to be a spoiler alert if you haven't watched it. It is much like two other movies that have already come out. One is, is it called A Quiet Place with uh, John Krasinski? Is it Krasinski? Krasinski, Krasinski, he was Jim on The Office, um, him and his wife, Emily Blunt, starred in this movie, I think it's called A Quiet Place, where I haven't seen that movie either, I still intend to, um, from what I understand of it is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's an apocalyptic world, much like in this movie, the bird box, I want to call it the bird cage, but it's not, 
in the bird box, which is kind of the beginning of the apocalypse. And in the quiet place, or at least as I'm going to title it now, uh, the monsters were over, had overly sensitive hearing. So you, um, anybody who made a lot of noise ended up dying. And then there was another movie. Fuck, what was the name of that one? I looked at both of these earlier because I wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about. Uh, it had Mark Wahlberg and it had John Leguizamo. And I want to say it was made by the dude that makes uh, M. Night Shyamalan, who made The Sixth Sense. It, I might be off on the director, but that movie was actually quite a bit like this, like the bird box. In fact, it there might be an argument <laughs> where the bird box ripped off the movie. And I think it was something like The Happening. I could be off on that. Probably am. But it had Mark, Mark Wahlberg in it, who played a science teacher. And uh, the, the, the wind would come. I mean, it's actually now that I'm thinking about it, it's, it's super fucking similar. The wind would come and then it would affect humans to where they wanted to kill themselves. John Leguizamo, I think, ended up taking, he, he got hit with it. And then he took a, uh, a car and rammed it into a tree and killed him, or came out and slit his wrists with the, the, uh, the glass from the car crash. And actually something that's super similar in both movies is in The Happening, as I'm going to title it, uh, they tried to patch up a car in order for the, the air not to get into it or the wind not to get into it or whatever it was, and, um, and then drive around that way. Where in the bird box, they painted up the windows because it was about sight. If you saw whatever it was, it was either the saddest thing you've ever saw, something that you lost that was the most that you've ever had, or, you know, like a loved one, or it was the scariest thing you ever saw and it caused you to commit suicide. So there's the two massive points of both of these movies that are extremely similar. And then to go on from there, um, they both drove, how they drove cars, um, how they tried to uh, miss, I mean, it was, it would have been obviously harder in the, the happening because now you have to stay away from breathing in this air or whatever it was. And it's kind of a similar understanding of what was going on where in the happening it was overpopulation, which is a, I've talked about it before. It's a load of shit. We are not overpopulated. Everybody in the entire world as is right now could live on the continent of Australia comfortably. Um, and we, and we are not in danger of running out of any natural resources. We're not in danger of running out of food. We're not in danger of running out of uh, metal or any, any, anything like that. It's, it's a facade. It's a load of shit. Um, we, because of certain things like Monsanto that, uh, that regulates and, and fucks with our food, um, and then goes around and telling people that we're running out of food and sh bullshit like that. Now you have people that are freaked out, especially, as I've said, in major cities. But anyway, so in The Happening, the Mark Wahlberg movie, um, it was the earth coming to kill off a certain percentage of people in order to balance itself. Um, but, I mean, talk about propaganda. And then you have now the bird box, which they never settle it, where in the happening, so this is a bit of a difference, in the happening, it stopped, and it stopped just short of killing off 
Mark Wahlberg and, and the group of people that his family was traveling with, where in the bird box it never stops. But they end up, and I remember watching it going, I bet a blind person would be just fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? They end up, again, this is spoilers, um, so fucking shut me off if you haven't seen the movie and you want to. If not, keep listening. Uh, in the bird box, they make it to a an institution for blind people. Um, I guess there was some deleted endings or a deleted ending and some parts that got cut out where uh, the main character, Sandra Bullock, she uh, threatened the monsters or whatever they were when they surrounded her at one point. And she threatened to cut her own eyes out or to pluck her own eyes or whatever. And I guess some people in the in the institution had done the same thing. Um, however, it had happened in such a short... Oh, no, it, it, it went five years. So, yeah, I guess people could have healed up from it. Anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. So there were some serious similarities there. The explanation that this guy make, writing a book who had been studying all of these ancient deities, uh, evils or demons or things like that. Um, they, uh, man, there was an explanation out there that I had listened to that made a lot of sense. It actually brought up a lot of things that I'm fairly familiar with when it came to demonology and things of that nature. But that, so anyway, this guy was telling about how, um, I don't want to say he was getting at the point of overpopulation, but he was pointing out that demons were were basically coming and, and killing people and he explained that when you look at these these demons this things happen this this thing happens to you where you see the scariest thing ever or the thing that you lost or the saddest thing ever whatever maybe so um alex jones actually uh touched on it uh, side part what's super interesting is that on youtube even though alex jones has been banned on everything there's an Alex Jones channel. I don't know if it's the original channel. I can't imagine that it is or if it's a new channel. It only had over a little over 5,000 um, subscribers, so I subscribe to it. But uh, it shows, and there's plenty of other channels that show Alex Jones all day, that show whatever show that he had their episode or whatever you want to call it that day. They'll upload it onto YouTube, and they don't get taken down. So, um, anywho, so Alex had a, uh, a piece that was about 20 minutes long maybe, 10 to 20 minutes long, um, where he was discussing it. And, uh, man, I'd love to pick that guy's brain and really talk to him about, you know, his, his sources and, and, uh, things of that nature. I know that there's people that think that he is controlled opposition. I don't, as I'm sure people, uh, listening to my stuff can understand. Um, again, if he's controlled opposition, he is working way too well. He's woke up to way too many people. Um, but he goes into talking about how he knows that Sandra Bullock is an asshole. <laughs> um, which I believe him. Uh, which one is it? This one. Sorry, I'm also doing something while trying to talk. But, uh, yeah, the bird box. You know what? I'll talk about movies tonight. Um, but anyway, so he goes into the, uh, the bird box. And he's not the only one that has this theory that it's... Uh, or I guess... Not theory, but he has an understanding because of whatever sources he has and, and what they've been telling him, but it has to do... So the movie is propaganda in another sense of uh, the new 5G that's coming out, 5G technology that's coming out, and how it can basically fricassee anybody at any given point, or it can it's, it's a part of mind control, which would then go back to um, 
MK Ultra, it would go back to essentially the uh, Project Paperclip where they brought over all the scientists, the the Nazi scientists from Germany, from Nazi Germany in World War II and, and brought them over and, and uh, used their research in order to um, implement it here in the United States and across the world as for the elites. Um, and in part of that would be mind control. And uh, I guess that's in part to do with the 5G technology where <clears throat> they could send out a certain signal and call, cause a whole bunch of people to commit suicide or go into rage, which um, I think he did talk about this, but it, uh, what is the name? The Kingsman. If you've ever seen the movie The Kingsman, not the second one, but the first one, um, where a a uh, signal can go out over everybody's cell phone that can cause them to go into a great rage and kill one another and not understanding that, and, and even kill kids and, and their own kids and family members and things of that sort. So um, it's pretty interesting. I believe that that technology is out. Um, I also believe that the military has had technology uh, for at least 50 years um, that they'll only grant to the public, to public access after so long. Uh, and I think cell phone technology was certainly one of those things. Anyway, so that's Bird Box. Uh, it it wasn't, again, it wasn't one of the greatest movies of all time, for sure. They made a uh, Donald Trump supporter in there be an asshole, however. And, and it was John Malkovich's character. He's in it. Um, but then kind of they add like this turn to him. I don't know if it's that he's changing or whatever it is, but he ends up saving the main character's life at one point, and uh, what else? They just had all your, your normal tropes. They had the, uh, they, they had to add the, you know, the great black guy that's the savior or whatever. The, he's he's going to sacrifice himself for the main character. They fall in love, so now you can touch on the interracial couple and all this other bullshit. The, dude, I'm telling you, if there is an apocalyptic event... The liberal left, the weak liberal left, are not going to make it out of it. They are going to die first. And I'm not saying I want to kill them. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying they are so weak that they will not be able to survive on their own. Maybe a handful of them will survive and, and maybe turn strong. But they'll have to kick off their fucking bullshit ideologies now. Or when it kicks off. Um, in order to survive. Because you really have to come down to... Uh, stances and you have to come down to um, what your metal is. The liberals don't have any. They're 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 narcissistic. They are. Um, uh, they believe in in uh, the collective shit like that. They're just not going to survive on their own. And and by the way, when it comes to apocalyptic events, I'm sorry, but the military isn't going to die off first. The military are going to be some of the most prepared people to survive some some form of apocalyptic zombie, call it whatever you want, event. Uh, like in The Walking Dead where the military is all killed. It's like, no, dude. Uh, the military is going to be the ones that are going to survive it. Um, maybe not all of them. Probably not all of them. But the vast majority of them are, are going to be fine. It's not going to be this ragtag band of uh, misfits that somehow, some way, overcome you know all these obstacles. Uh, it's going to be the the conservatives. It's going to be the military. Anyway, so 
Again, tonight is going to be a little bit more about movies. I've got two other that I want to discuss, uh, but I also want to touch a little bit, and I'll do this again, on uh, my debate over the divinity of Jesus. It, it basically came to an end, and it, I feel, I don't know quite how I feel about it. Uh, I'm happy it's over, but then again, now now Twitter's boring. Because every time I'd log on to Twitter, I'd have, I'd have you know anywhere between three and seven responses to what it was that I was responding to. And it only started really stopping as I was getting, um, what's the word, over-inundated with having and, and almost feeling a, uh, a uh, duty to respond. And it was just, it was with all the other shit. I mean, dude, yesterday, the amount of stuff I got done and the amount of shit that I needed to get done, even today, I mean, I came up with a whole new list of shit that I, I know I need to get done um, in just my personal life. And, and also when it comes to work, you know, to have to then come back to Twitter and fucking make all these responses. So I'm happy it's over. But then again, now it's boring. You know, so it's almost like I'm a fucking uh, a needy girlfriend. You know, I need to, I need to, uh, I, I feel like, oh man, I just got done and I, and I could do more or whatever. So, but I am uh, happy it's over. Uh, I certainly didn't lose. Uh, we kind of, I mean, in a way, I feel like, well, certainly I feel like I won, but in a, in a way, I also, how we got to to it being over was me kind of giving in in a way. Not it wasn't giving into the idea that Jesus isn't divine. I wasn't giving into that, and I never would. It was okay, dude. You know this is how you believe, and which is how I am anyway. It's like if you want to believe a certain way, fine. It's once you attack my faith, once you come at my faith, and people um, who are also a part of my faith, once you come after us, now it's now I'm not going to back down. Um, and he was kind of, uh, uh, giving up that ground too, because I think he's probably just as fucking, uh, sick of having to respond because we were going around and around in circles numerous times. And it wasn't that I was wanting to do that. It was, and not that I want to blame him for it, but he was, he it would be like so ready to be done. And I think the, the pivotal point was, it was actually a more personal thing. Where he kept saying, oh, you know, Christians are always like this, a typical Christian, you know, they, they attack your character and they call names and all this other shit. And I was like, listen, homie, you're the one that started that first. And, uh, and he was like, no, you said this. And uh, it made me second guess myself. And so I had to look at it. And sure enough, I went back in. And um, when I had said, I called him an asshole because he was. But I went in and looked when I said that. And his, what caused me to do that was him saying that, taking this arrogant approach of, well, you don't know about your own faith. And he was basing that on nothing. Um, and so he had actually said that before me. And I think it was in a matter of a half hour. So he had said that I didn't know anything. And then it prompted me later on to go, okay, well, now it's kind of fair game to call you an asshole. Uh, I could call you a cunt, but I didn't. So uh, I, when I pointed that out, then it became very emotional. Now it became uh, emotional responses, very personal responses, and uh, it just kind of came back with uh, once you sh- once you prove to somebody like, "Hey, you're wrong," the reaction just sit back and watch. Basically, I won at that point, 
and it and it again it didn't have anything to do with what we were actually talking about but then again it did because his whole thing was well I'm a critical person and I'm and it's good to be critical and I'm a historian and he gave me a source of people that he studies one of the guys I knew um actually I think a couple of the guys I knew one of them was like this liberal reverend and all this other shit so um and that was fine but uh you know, for him to, to say that. But again, he had been, and I still haven't asked him because I don't give a shit. I don't care how he believes. But what I can do is, and what you can do, what anybody can do, is you can judge actions. And his actions were suggestive of somebody who is trying to diminish your faith. Uh, diminish your faith in, 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 in this instance was d- diminishing my faith in the divinity of Christ. Um, because he was so arduently, ardently, I can't think of the word right now, arduently, you know what I mean, he was so, I'll fuck it, I'm going to fuck it up, but I'm fine with it, he was so, sorry, so adamantly arguing for the, um, the points that for him, and he was wanting to do it with me to suggest that Christ didn't, wasn't divine. And basically going along the New Age atheist argument of, well, the, the Gospels were written so far after, and there's people who believe that the Gospels weren't even written by the people that say that, that you know, who's titled, so the Gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He was doing that. And so I pointed out, like, no, dude, you're doing that, and you're making this argument. I don't need to know what faith you have, I'm just pointing out that you're saying these things and I'm refuting them. And then it went into this whole idea and I'll get into it in, uh, I think I'll have a whole uh, segment on, or episode on the divinity of Jesus. Just because I think it's, it's, uh, it's something worth to be talked about. Don't ever um, think that it's okay. Because I even talked to, I've talked to many priests and I've talked to priests about debating. And I would disagree with some of them. Because they, they believe, well, just don't, don't engage. No, fuck that. Engage them. Do not be passive ever. Don't be passive. It is weakness. And you, in, in this world, you can say, oh, it's okay to be weak. No, it isn't. This world is, is, will kill you, okay, if you're not strong. You need to be strong. You need to be strong in your will, in your spirit, physically, do not be weak. And that isn't this, you know, fucking militant idea of, no, 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 dude. The world will fucking kill you. The planet will kill you. Okay? Uh, fucking people that don't know you will kill you. And I'm not saying all people, obviously. But there will be somebody that you will cross path with. And if they see a sign of weakness, they will take advantage of it. And, um, and you might end up dead. Uh... Where was I even going with that one? Anyway, so the whole debate ended up uh, concluding. But, uh, and it ended with me saying, all right, listen, you believe how you want. That's fine. You know, however, I hold these stances. And you haven't, you haven't shown how my, you're critical, sure, and that's fine. But you haven't shown how mine are not true. You haven't given me proof or evidence to show that mine aren't true true and he hasn't um 
where he tried to make the argument, well, you haven't shown that my that your points refute all. He didn't say refute, but he said that your points are proof that these things absolutely happened. And that's where we came down to, well, you can't. You, I can't, you can't. You can't prove that they didn't happen. I can't prove that they absolutely did because we weren't there. And it's to the extent of, you know, any kind of video or audio recording or whatever it may be. So um, I certainly wasn't taking any, and I wouldn't take any, but uh, it ended. And uh, again, I'm going to make a whole episode strictly on the divinity of Jesus and tell you why he is divine, he did exist, and he is God, which is proving that he is divine. So that was that. So just wanted to touch on that for a minute and went a little over that. But anyway, back to two other movies. Uh, and then I'll be done for tonight. Let's see. Hold the Dark. I just watched that one too. It's a it's a Netflix movie, much like uh, Bird Box, but I don't think it had any of the political or the spiritual or whatever you want to call um, supernatural aspects to it. Not necessarily. I think they tried to allude to it at one point, but um, it is a shitty movie, and I would suggest don't watch it. Nothing changes, and I hate movies like that. There's a movie called Babel with uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt used to be one of my favorite actors. Now I think he's a he's a uh, piece of shit, quite frankly. I think if you if you want Brad Pitt, but you want like the good version of Brad Pitt, Owen Schroyer, Owen Schroyer on on uh, on the Alex Jones channel or Alex Jones uh, show, who works for Alex Jones. Uh, he looks like a young, bearded uh, Brad Pitt. Fucking go ahead and look at him and tell me that he doesn't. Um, and he's cooler, and he has a better head about him. Uh, Owen Schroer's definitely going places. I think uh, if Alex Jones ever retires, you're going to have Owen Schroer that's going to have, uh, that's basically going to take over. Also, ooh, in a, in a little side thing, uh, David Knight, who's one of the uh, main reporters on Alex Jones, had a heart attack not too long ago, maybe a week or two, and uh, he went through surgery, he got some stints put, put in, and uh, he's he's okay, he made it out, he's he's good, he's doing better, he's, good. he's actually going to come back in about a month. So uh, it was a little sad to hear about that, but he is doing well, and uh, God bless him. Um, Hold the Dark sucks. It is a shitty movie, nothing changes, and in the movie Babel, or Babel, however you want to say it, nothing changes, nothing really happens. It's just, if you don't know about the Tower of Babel, it was back in a time, and it would be where I would argue where um, we got all of our different quote-unquote races and different languages. Uh, Back at the time of Babel, man was pretty much united we all had the same language we had the same race all that stuff and then we decided all right well we're going to build a tower up to heaven and god didn't want that and so he tore down the building and he dispersed all of the different people or all of the people into different nations with different voices and different uh i would argue he put us didn't make us let me take that back a minute he didn't make us different races he put us in different places and um, he changed our languages so everybody couldn't understand each other in order to come together and try to um, live uh, as Lucifer would, where it's a, it's a narcissistic ideal of becoming God or getting to God's place. 
and that's why he tore down the, the Tower of Babel. I know this is a whole side thing. Um, and then as we went to different places, we, had, uh, we were exposed to different levels of UV rays, and, um, and then our skin changed and our hair changed through micro-adaptation or micro-evolution, micro which is adaptation. Um, also, a side thing, uh, Owen Benjamin is smarter than you think. I already knew the dude was pretty smart. I just heard him talking about uh, photons, uh, uh, light, the speed of light, and black holes last night. And it was all stuff that I remembered, but that I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't have told you it. If you were to ask me, okay, well, what makes a black hole and why is a black hole this and what speeds and all this? Dude, he went into that not even having any fucking notes. He just went right into it and talked about it so nonchalantly. And, uh, I mean, it, it was mind-blowing. Owen Benjamin is a smart, smart dude. Uh, and, by the way, all these other guys that I talk about, we're talking Owen Benjamin, we're talking Gavin McGinnis, Stefan Moylano. These guys are fucking brilliant. They are brilliant. Who I would say would be on the downside of all those things or all those people is uh, Mike Cernovich. I am not a fan uh, or at least a big fan of Mike Cernovich. I really don't know where the guy stands. And when you have somebody like that that switches on a dime and shit like that, ah, man, it's hard, to, it's hard for me to want to support that person. Uh, just follow him on, on Twitter and you'll see what I'm talking about. I'm not a massive fan of Mike Cernovich. And I don't think he's he's super brilliant either. I think he's uh, he's an emotional guy, and he and he uh, not that it's I don't necessarily think like Jesse Lee Peterson that emotional whatever is a, necessarily a bad thing. Um, I think that my temperament, my uh, my bad temper, uh, if I can focus it, it can be a good thing. However, losing it in an emotional way doesn't always help. And in fact, it's cost me quite a bit. So uh, I can see the downside of it. And I can see the good side of it. And uh, Mike Cernovich, I think, is, is uh, somebody who plays into the bad side of his emotions. Anywho, that was a major side fucking uh, branching off. Um, Hold the Dark didn't have anything that happened in it. I mean, it, it, there was, a, in the beginning, I guess this guy, his kid had been taken by wolves and killed. And he tracked down the, the wolf and killed it. And then he wrote a book. I don't know why that would be significant in this. I mean, I do to an extent, but this girl called him out. She was in Alaska, and she was a part of this uh, tribe of, of uh, uh, I don't really know the, the natives up there and what all the different ones are called. I don't think they were Eskimos, but uh, I think they were a Native American tribe of some sort. I don't know what, what ones they are. I'm Cherokee. I'm from the fucking south, dude. I can, I can only tell you so much about us down there, so... Um, up in Alaska, I don't quite know what they what they would be considered. Anywho, this white girl is a part of this tribe, and she calls this guy out because she said her kid was taken by wolves and killed. Here's a spoiler. This is all spoilers. Um, so he shows up, and she's acting super sad, which makes sense, and he goes out to look for these wolves, finds them, and almost shoots one, and then doesn't, and then comes back, and she's gone. And the husband is overseas fighting for the U.S. and in the war, and he's real weird. It's played by Peter Skarsgård. I think it's Peter Skarsgård. Uh, comes from a long line of, of actors. His, uh, his little brother played It, played Pennywise the Clown in the new It movie. Anyway, um, Peter Skarsgård, 
he comes, he gets hurt and he comes back. He kills his commanding officer because his commanding officer was raping a woman over overseas or whatever. So he comes back, but um, that's kind of played on the back burner. As this guy comes back from hunting, um, he finds the the girl had left. She'd fleed, and he looks in the basement and finds a uh, a uh, the kid killed, and the mom did it. So everybody thinks, and the, and Peter Skarsgård is the husband, and he's also white, but he was I don't know raised by the tribe or something like that. So he comes back, and the tribe is, like, all cool with him, but not with other white people. It doesn't make a whole bunch of sense. And uh, they do this weird ritual where they, they bury the kid, but then Peter Skarsgård starts killing all of the authorities. And uh, so there's this big buildup of, like, he's trying to find his wife to kill her. And it comes down to the wife, Peter Skarsgård, and this black guy who's the main character. I can't remember what he's in. He's the scientist in Westworld, if you know who that is. So they all end up at this fucking cave. Peter Skarsgård shoots him with an arrow, and then he goes and he fucks his wife, and then they're all good, and they go and they get the, the boy's body, and they the last scene of them is walking away. And then the black guy who's been wanting to get back in touch with his daughter wakes up in a hospital, and she's there holding his hand, and that's it. That's a really shitty synapse of a really shitty movie. Like, it sucked. There's nothing to it. You don't need to watch it. I hope I fucking spoiled the whole movie for you because it sucks dick. It is such a shitty movie. There's nothing to it. You know? And I don't know. I don't... Dude, Peter Skarsgård is making... I, I think that's his first name. But he's making a lot of bad decisions in the movies that he's making lately. That one sucked ass. And I guess he made this other one where he was like this... Oh, it's called Mute. He was a mute bartender in Tokyo, I think. Um, and from what I hear, I haven't seen the movie either. But it's it's under sci-fi. And, uh, and it sucked. But uh, Hollywood comes out with two of the almost identical movies at the same time all the time. You have White House Down, and then you have... So I think White House Down... Was that the one with Jamie Lee Fox? It was either with Jamie Lee Fox or with uh, uh, Jerry Butler, who played uh, King Leonidas in 300. So you have White House Down, and then you have another movie about the White House getting attacked. Um, what are some other movies? Uh, the one with Mute and Peter Skarsgård is uh, the movie with Jared Leto. Fuck, I can't remember the, the name of it, where he was this white guy back in the f 60s, 70s, 50s, something like that. Maybe World War II or right after, whatever it was, who uh, comes up through the, the triad and becomes the leader of a triad at the end or something. Um, that movie was all right, but the mute, I guess, was bad. Anyway... So uh, don't uh, watch it if you want, but you're not you're not really doing yourself any favors by watching Hold the Dark. It sucked. And then I watched last night uh, after I got off with my other podcast. I watched Men at Work with Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez, who, if you don't know, are half brothers. I loved that movie back in the day, dude. It was made back in I think 1990. I would have been eight, um, probably by the time I watched. I don't know. I could have been eight, but I probably watched it 
10, 15, 20 times in my life. Well, last night I watched it again, and uh, it's nostalgic to try to put myself back uh, when I was so young watching that movie, and um, besides a couple cuss words, it's really not, nothing else is, is too bad about it, so it's, I wouldn't call it a family movie, but it's not family unfriendly. Um, brought back some good, some good, uh, some good vibes. Pretty solid movie. It's funny. Um... It's, uh, I mean, it's not super duper the funniest, you know, whatever. It's not Step Brothers. It's not, it's not a, a super duper funny movie, but it's pretty funny, especially back in that day, back in the 90s, you know, it was pretty, pretty funny. Um, and I would suggest watching it. Do yourself a favor, watch it, enjoy it. And that's going to be all for the movies for tonight. Um, I have a, a, just a massive list of, I should say massive, but it's pretty fucking long um, of topics and issues that I want to discuss, and I am going to get to those uh, in the next couple of days. I'll I'll try to finish up this list. This is actually a list uh, comprised of other lists of things that I didn't get to. So uh, I'll uh, I'll get to those. Uh, last night's episode I wasn't super happy with. Uh, it wasn't all that great, I don't think. So. Um, I apologize to the extent that I apologize to people uh, for it not being fantastic. Uh, I don't think it was as good as this one. Maybe because I wasn't so uh, on point, maybe. And I was a little bit more tonight. But anyway, uh, thank you for everybody that listens to me. I, I truly appreciate it. I really do. I want to make sure that you know that I appreciate you listening. Uh, so thank you for listening. Um, and I'd love some interaction with you. So find me on Twitter, um, at Jay Merchata. Uh, find me on, on Facebook at John Omerchata. And uh, Omerchata is spelled O-M-U-R-C-H-A-D-H-A. Uh, on Twitter, it's going to be J-M-U-R-C-H-A-D-H-A. Uh, I'm also coming out with uh, my blog, that uh, you can find me on WordPress. I'm going to try to, to... I haven't done it in two years. I guess that's the last time I even got a view. So, And I've only wrote a couple of things. I intend to get back on it and uh, start writing some stuff too. I tend to stick a little bit more on point when I'm writing. Uh, I would argue that I'm a better storyteller when writing than when verbally telling a story. So um, that'll be something that I'm working on in the future. Uh so check me out on Facebook. On I think I'm going to start at Instagram. Maybe so I can try to interact with uh, Owen Benjamin a little bit. But, uh, oh, another guy I wanted to promote is Comics Explained on YouTube. Great channel. I think I've done this before, but just want to double up on it. Comics Explained by Rob. I can't remember his last name. Um, bigger fella. He's, uh, his voice is awesome. Very calming. And he explains, for anybody that uh, ever liked comics, got into it for a little bit, always wanted to get back to it, but felt too intimidated by the, the bullshit universes. I hate the idea that they came out with universes. I get why they did it. I don't agree with it, and i um, not a big fan. But anyway, he will explain damn near every major comic storyline uh, from the first edition to the last and all the different uh, adaptations of 
whatever major characters. We're talking X-Men, we're talking Superman and the Justice League and and Aquaman and fucking Batman, Spider-Man, all, you know, Thor, the Avengers, all that shit. Fant- I think he even does Fantastic Four. Um, so he, uh, and he explains it. I mean, he's the best, hands down. He is the best. So uh, I told him, I did have a little bit of an interaction with him doing a live stream the other day. So, uh, and I wanted to stick true to my word and I told him I'd promote him on this. I want to promote him as best I can. So check him out, you know, put him on the, in the background while you're driving or whatever. If you're not listening to me or somebody else, whatever, listen to that guy. Um, he'll, he's, uh, he does the walking dead too. Um, really, really good. So check him out. Uh, let me know what you want me to talk about. Let me know if you like me, if you don't like me, whatever it may be. I don't give a shit. Fucking get a hold of me. But until tomorrow, when I might put out a couple more episodes, they're probably going to be shorter, like I said. Um, I was intending for this to be fairly short, too. But anywho, um, yeah, I will talk to you tomorrow. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be liberal.